across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Goalkeeper for the national men's hockey team, Siavuya Nolanchungu, joins us. Siavuya, thanks for joining us. John, thank you so much for having me, man. Uh, having a look at your Twitter, first of all, thanks for retweeting SAFM Radio. But is there a, sp- <laughs> is there a sport that you don't like? Um, I wouldn't say there's, there's a sport that I don't like. I'm <laughs> a very big fan of just <laughs> everything about sports. So <laughs> there's really not much you can really do to convince me not. <laughs> every, everything. I mean, from football to rugby to, I don't know, to tennis, I think you're getting involved here a little bit as well. Why not? Um... I think I think it's because sport is sport is such an important thing for for everyone. It comes to break loose, get away from from all the stresses, from school stress, from university stress or work stress. So I think it's watching that you open up actually more than one. All right, we're, we're having some problem with your cell phone there, Sivu. So maybe just move around a little bit. We'll try and get a little bit of better signal. Uh, let's see how it goes. Yeah, let's give it a go. All right. So, what is a kid from Umtata born in 1995? How did he go from that to being the Proteas goalkeeper? Um, so the journey all started. The journey all started when I I, I was developing school in Umtata, and obviously there there was not many sporting codes. Uh, so I played a lot of cricket, rugby, and I ended up. I'm moving to KZN uh, because of my cousin uh, to Merkston. And obviously, there was a lot more opportunity. There was, I'd say, about 12 different sporting just something I'd never seen. And I'd been playing soccer because that's one thing we, we were we had to play when we were younger. And all of a sudden, the hockey came up and asked to volunteer as a goalkeeper. Yeah. And that's sort of where it all kicked off. So, so the coach asked for a volunteer for the goalkeeper. So that's how it basically started off. Started off uh, on the second side. Uh, I was a little, a little chat. All right, all right. See, so, see, so that that line has decided to give up the ghost. I'm going to get Benzito to try and call you back on a better line. Guest is Siavoya Nolanchungu, uh, Nolanchungu, SA men's hockey player and also goalkeeper specialist coach now as well. So we're going to chat to Sia about that. If you want to follow him, go find out what he does on Twitter at Sia one 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 S I Y A one one one. You can go find him on Twitter. Uh, while we're doing that, let's go to the Facebook pages and cool check has been putting up uh, comments and asking questions on Facebook as well uh, about our very important question today. Is SA football poorer and Egyptian football richer now that with the departure of Pizzomosimani? A uh, comment from Ngerizzo saying Egyptian football is far richer than ours. Just look at the league's prize money. Uh, and by all accounts, Pizzomosimani's salary. What was it saying? Three times, was it three times more or something silly like that that he's earning? At Al Atli. Uh, Inga says, judging from the coach's speech that he made in his resignation day, it's not really about the money. Of course, it's one of his concerns. I personally think that the coach wants to be challenged, hearing South Africa things to be smooth for him. Uh, Lindani says, yeah, the way behind, boss, way yet we consider the most powerful economy and league in Africa. Very strange. And then they talk about the value of the league. The South African league is worth 15 million rand, according to Miyabo. Egyptian league is worth 98 million rand. <laughs> Tweet at SFM Radio and at John Herica.
Uh, Leeds have just done Manchester, uh, just done Everton a big favour. They've drawn against Manchester City, won all the result there. City now, as it stands, are a mid-table, mid-table t- team. Uh, one win, one loss, one draw so far. They got themselves four points. Leeds have seven points from four games, uh, including two wins, a loss, and a draw. Let's continue our chat. Uh, start, maybe you have to start again. South African men's hockey player Sia Voya Nolan Chungo. Sia, thanks again for joining us. So you were saying you moved to KwaZulu Natal. You got to see more sports, and you volunteered to be a goalkeeper for the second team. Yes, that is that is precisely uh, precisely what it was. And after that, it sort of just started picking up. Um, my coach at the time, Mrs. Lievenberg, was just like, "Hey, um, if you keep it consistent, maybe you might just make first team." <laughs> and then that's where it all it all kicked off. And uh, my grade seven year ended up ended up playing the whole year in first team. Mm-hmm. Then I ended up getting a scholarship to Maritzburg College. And obviously from there, I was able to play SA school all the way from, from under, well, under 16 and while I was 15 and then into under 16, SA under 17 and then SA under 18, uh, once I got to my matric year. I, I do want to make a point to say that when, when before you moved to Maritzburg, you got an academic scholarship. So it's not like you're just, you're not just a jock that knows how to run around a field and catch a ball that's moving fast. Um, well, I wouldn't say I was just academically inclined. I was just like a hard worker because I was also involved in very much in music with choir and was also oh, part wow. of the provincial choir. So it was just a, an acumen of my own to just excel in whatever I did. Okay, so so why hockey of all the 12 sports? <laughs> Obviously, besides volunteering to be the coach, the, the goalkeeper. Well, uh, I didn't have much of a choice because all the other sports I really wasn't good at. <laughs> and then it seemed like hockey was the only one where I could actually make the cut. So I was like, why not just follow through with, with it? Because it's what, it's what will open doors. And I only realized that once I actually was finishing my high school career, mm-hmm. that it, it has the opportunities. And the nice thing about a goalkeeper is you just stand there most of the time anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish it was that easy, but uh, there's a lot of work behind the scenes, right. and obviously you have to you have to train yourself to see the ball because obviously the guy's hitting at like 160 k per hour mm. to 180 k per hour, so your reaction time has to be a bit quick. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes it does get boring, and you have to stand there and just hope that something happens. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a twenty double edged sword. If you've got a good team, you don't do anything. If you've got a bad team, then you're busy. <laughs> Exactly, right. exactly. Uh, yeah. a, you, you mentioned this ball speed. You're also a goal, uh, hockey goalkeeper coach now. So what, yeah. is, what, is the, what is the necessity? What's the one thing that makes a good hockey goalkeeper? Um, I would say it's just having a very, a very calm demeanor and potentially also just playing to the best of your ability. There's no, there's no written, written blueprint on how to be the perfect goalkeeper because... Mm-hmm. Different different keepers around the world have different different strengths. Like I'm a short goalkeeper, but I'm very agile. And then you've got the likes of Dave Hart, who's like almost two meters tall, and can reach the, uh, the top of the goals without even jumping. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a that's a big one. I, I wasn't sure because I was looking at the pictures of you. you. You're not, you know, when you imagine like an ice hockey goalkeeper, they're they're pretty large, stocky men. Who yeah. who can move fast, but they're they're quite large and take up as much of the net as possible. You're not one of those men. No, no, no. Uh, I'm fairly well built, but um, I'm I'm a I'm one 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 seventy centimeters tall, so <laughs> it does it does 
it does play its part in some things. Uh, okay, now let's talk about those penalty corners when those balls come flying at you. It, yeah. Is it don't care about the body? <laughs> no, no, you just you just don't care about the body. All you just do is keep the ball out of the net. Doesn't matter how it, how it's flicked, how fast it's flicked. Yeah. Sometimes you get very unlucky and and it will go in, but. You also rely very much on your on your four players that are defending with you too. Yeah. And they don't have the big, well, they've got masks now, but they don't have all the padding you do. Yeah, no, no, they don't. They only have, well, dependent on which position, whether you're the first wave or the second wave or the mm. postman. So the postman will have a face mask, glove, and ball box, and then the first <laughs> wave runner will have knee guards and gloves just to protect them. So... It all differs with what your role is in the in the penalty corner. Yeah, compared to what you walk on in the pitch with, that's nothing. <laughs> yes, it's completely nothing. <laughs> uh, what what's the the depth of our goalkeepers at the moment? Um, I think that we've got a phenomenal uh, amount of goalkeepers all over the country. Mm. Um, I remember playing playing for KZN whilst I was still based in Durban, and there was there was three national goalkeepers mm. within the provincial setup. And then uh, two junior junior under twenty one set up goalkeepers, and it was always just tough uh, trying obviously to compete to make the provincial team because it's a prerequisite to making it to the national team. So it was just so important that you were always up to up to your game the whole time. Mm. And obviously the sides in in Southern Gauteng, Northern Province, Western Cape, there's a wealth of goalkeepers all all over the country. Absolutely phenomenal. I remember when my son was growing up, he wanted to be a goalkeeper playing football. And the, the yeah. coach, the coach lesson team was: remember, on a team there are eleven outfield players, but only one goalkeeper. So the competition is even stronger. Exactly, exactly that. With a with a national with either provincial or national side, there's always there's always two goalkeepers, yeah. and obviously you, you you either the first choice goalkeeper or the second choice goalkeeper, and it's a matter of working together, but also keeping each other <laughs> as honest as possible during training sessions. Yeah. So it's always hard work. There's never there's never time to rest. Uh, I mean, ten there's ten outfielders. Obviously in hockey there's less, but the ten outfielders one goalkeeper. You're all competing for yeah. that one spot. Whereas you know, if you're a defender, there's four places for you to play. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so what, what tips and advice do you have to an up-and-coming goalkeeper then who thinks maybe this is what I want to do, I want to do it at school and I'm doing okay at the moment? Um, I'd, say, I'd say the biggest thing is to obviously just work, work be the hardest worker in the room, do, uh, put in the extra yards whenever no one's looking, uh, <laughs> making sure that you're doing some research, research on, on what different types of goalkeepers there are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can also go onto my website, SN Goalkeeper Dynamics, there's a lot of tips. I've got videos online on how to do how to do things from basic goalkeeping to advanced goalkeeping. So it's all there, all packed in, and they can they can check it out. It's called SN Goalkeeper Dynamics. You're gonna to have to tell me what the difference is between all these goalkeeper things. To me, you, you stand in the. You know, I, I was a rugby player at school, and the hockey guys did their thing on another field somewhere. Um, all right. So, so surely you just stand there, and when the ball comes, you you stop it. Um, yes, it, it, it's as simple as that. <laughs> it's as simple as that. But also, it also depends what type of shot is being taken and where from. So if you if you're facing a shot from the top of the D, it's coming towards your right foot, head over uh, head over shoulders and and leg into the kick. And sometimes you might need to use your leg guard okay. or your glove or your stick. So it's about watching the ball onto your pad as quickly as possible and also making sure that you're trying to clear it into into space. 
and there's, where there's no oh, people. Good point. Yeah, just now you you battered into the opponent's stick and it goes okay, makes sense. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we spoke about the depth. Uh, hockey is still is is it a professional sport yet? Are you guys getting paid a salary? Um, at the moment, it's still an amateur sport. Mm-hmm. Um, in comparison to where we were four years ago, to where we are right now, I'd say we've probably taken the biggest strides we've ever taken in SA hockey. Um, we are we are meeting uh, transformation requirements, mm. which is absolutely phenomenal. We're reaching into the youngsters playing in the national setup. We've got the likes of Mustafa Kasim. He's only seventeen, eighteen, <laughs> and he's already got a cup, a couple of caps with the national side. So there's never a limit to whether you're a certain age to make it in. Uh, even though it's an amateur sport right now, but we qualify for the Olympics too, mm, which is mm. which is an exciting factor. So obviously we're building towards uh, the World Cup in 2023 in India and obviously leading towards Paris 2024 too. Are you going to the Olympic Games? Yes, we, we qualified. We qualified yeah, yeah. Uh, via... that's, that's not the question I asked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we are. We are going to the Olympic okay. Games. <laughs> yeah. That's still got to hurt some of, the guys, some of the older guys, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, it, it 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 did it did hurt a bit with with, with the pandemic, but obviously we re- rejuvenated some things are slowly opening up again. Mm. Have you have you got on have you got on the pitch? Are you able to 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 get some proper match practice in? Um, at the moment, we've only had non-contact sessions, obviously due due to uh, regulations for the COVID nineteen. But mm. other than that, it's it's been good uh, to get back onto the pitch, getting the fitness up again and are focusing on the technical side of things and most importantly the mental side i think a lot of i think a lot of teams have been dwelling on that specifically because i think in the past we've sort of forgot to look after that side more than anything what do you mean so regarding the mental side mm. we we took we took the time to actually address issues issues that we'd never necessarily address uh, like the black lives matter movement we actually had a really really tough conversations amongst teammates so that they could understand different perspectives mm. and reach out and get to know each other on a more personal level and it's opened up so many so many good avenues for the yeah. squad and guys have built up such a such a, an amazing trust for each other and I think it, it, it hasn't been a better time for it to do it mm. yeah it's it's fascinating we, uh, we spoke many times in the show about how COVID-19 has given us time to reset Whereas what you're explaining now is it's, it's given us time to reflect as well and to be able to think. Yeah, it's it's stopped the day-to-day training. You know, in other words, you guys train twice a day or whatever it is, still have to do your job. You've had time now to sit and consolidate. Exactly, sure. and we've touched we've touched up on on all the, the the things that we were so scared, things that we tiptoed around, and I don't think we've ever been in a, in, in such a space where guys are able to be vulnerable yeah. around each other. Is it for the good? You're all, yeah, still, definitely. you're all still friends. Definitely. definitely. Yeah, we know we're still training. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so there's not going to be some sticks flying at midnight or something. No, no, no. <laughs> None of that. We have to keep it, keep it, keep it professional there. <laughs> all right, tell, tell me more about your, your coaching that you're doing now. You mentioned the website. Give us more details about how all of that works. All right. Uh, so regarding that, I started uh, FN Goalkeeper Dynamics uh, in November 2019. Mm-hmm. I've taken experiences from all my all my uh, adventures with hockey. I played a season in South America and Argentina in Buenos Aires. 
I played a season in England for Oxted, which is southeast of, of London, and then I played in Paris <laughs> for CA Montrouge mm. in 2019. We also played in, I also played in the EHL, which is equivalent to the Champions League level for hockey. And yeah, that was a mind-blowing experience. And it just gave me... It just gave me motivation to actually do something I'd been wanting to do for a long time. And from that I started I started SN Goalkeeper Dynamics, which is to help is to help goalkeepers here in our country excel to such an extent where they're able to create opportunities for themselves overseas potentially and in the future obviously I wanted to become an academy of excellence mm. and do and do some some non profit work to help kids that were potentially in the same space I was in a cup well many years ago and give them opportunities to go to school or university or get them scholarships and all of those things. So it's a build up of a much bigger picture than just goalkeeping only. Uh, Sia, have you since gone back to your, your primary school teacher and thanked them for putting you in the goal? Um, at the moment, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm still busy building on the, on the, on the, on the project I actually want to put together because I want to go back to my old schools yeah. and, and give them more than just a thank you. Because <laughs> I just believe, I just believe that a thank you isn't enough. There's a lot more that can, that can still be done, you know. See you here. An honor speaking to you. Good luck to you guys, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at the Olympic Games next year. Definitely. Thank you so much, John. Thank you so much for having me. Just, yes, yes. Siavoya. All right. Siavoya Nolanchunga, uh, South African men's hockey player afield. Uh, Nolanchungu, sorry, uh, joining us here on SAFM. Uh, South African men's hockey player, field hockey goalkeeper coach. SMS 41391. And remember, these conversations are open to you as well. At any time, if you want to get involved, you can call us as well. 0891 104207.